This podcast contains explicit content. You are listening to Hardly Focused. Let's begin the show by starting it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hardly Focused. Jack Hill, Nate Fillers. Uh, I don't know why I took a bite of donut before. I cracked <laughs> I the mic. Nom, 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 nom. Hi, I'm a professional. You can find our fine podcast. Find Pokemon. our fine podcast. At, I should just start the whole recording over. HarleyFocus.com uh, and uh, your favorite podcast app, and on YouTube at HarleyFocus.com/slash/youtube. Nate, good how, save. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Yeah, they got the. Uh, I think this is supposed to be the Halloween donut from Dunkin' Donuts. Because it's, but that's okay. Well, they put they put the sprinkles on it, but they're the black sprinkles because they're spooky. Ooh. Yeah, it's August. It's still technically August. It's still well, technically yeah. summer. We are we are nowhere near Halloween. Yeah, I've also heard that like this warm weather is gonna stay for a little bit, possibly. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Because that old climate crisis. Yeah, fucking recycle, everyone. That's how you get this. That, that's how you get people's attention about it. you. Call it the climate crisis. Don't call it climate change. Call it climate crisis because it's uh, it, literally a crisis. Call it. We have seven years left. Yeah. Uh, it is the 29th of August on this day in 1997. The world ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judgment Day happened. Uh, Skynet became self-aware and launched a nuclear attack that killed billions and billions and millions of people. And those who survived called it Judgment Day, fought the war against the machines. The resistance led by John Connor smashed the grid, took down Skynet. You never hear about that part, though. That was supposed to be the beginning of Terminator 2 was... The, the human resistance actually defeating Skynet, but they, uh, uh, it was too expensive to film and uh, the technology, CGI, was not yet uh, sufficient enough to film that scene. But it yeah. exists in it's the. It's still good. Oh, yeah. You know, that opening scene is like one of the best of any, any film. You're we talking about up during the warm up segment, how that's just depressing. Um, Terminator 2, yeah, I mean, it's depressing because it's showing the, you know, the world after a nuclear war happened, but it's also, like, incredibly badass. Yeah, and educational. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, exactly what's going to happen. Now, now I, I choose not to regard uh, any of the Terminator films that followed, too, with the minor exception of Dark Fate, because I was one of the few that actually liked it. But Genesis actually shows what they tried to do with Terminator 2, but couldn't film beginning of the film actually shows them defeat skynet it shows everything that was included in the original draft and the novelization of terminator 2 uh, unfortunately it was just featured and it was filmed and featured in genesis which is just like the film equivalent of dysentery yeah i heard it was bad and didn't see it oh, it's so bad it is it's just so bad the only redeeming part is arnold schwarzenegger because he's he's like adorable old man in that one, just like a dark fate too. Yeah, he's he's the savior of the films. Yeah. So anyway, something else that came out in 1991 was uh, an album called Nevermind by a band called Nirvana. Yes. Changed. Uh, the, you might have heard of it. Yeah. Sometimes they play 
songs from that album and that band on the radio, but the um, musical landscape changed because of Nirvana. I mean, grunge had been a thing that sort of emerged from the metal scene in the 80s, but it didn't really take off, didn't really become commercialized until Nirvana came around. And then just kind of like how metal, you know, when like Metallica took off and then you had the big four of metal, you had sort of Mm -hmm, the big four of grunge. Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam. And, uh, you know, Nirvana's time was cut short due to Kurt Cobain's passing in 94, but obviously their legacy lives on, and we've played on this show many times audio of Nirvana's reunions when John McCauley from Deer Tech fronts the band. Yeah. And if anyone's... I would say the two contenders for a Nirvana reunion, like an actual, like not just a one-off performance at, you know, something Dave Grohl's doing like Cal jam, but uh, like an actual proper Nirvana reunion tour, I would say John McCauley and Jay Maskus from dinosaur junior. Did you hear the bottle of mud cover? I try to distance myself from puddle of mud because it's puddle of mud. Oh my god! Yeah, is hold it, on. Oh, it, oh my god! Is it like oh my god, good or oh my god, bad? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm gonna look up a video and I'm gonna send it to you. It's a little bit of like um, like every time they do something kind of video, you know, like they slow it down or something like that. But holy shit, you need to see it because like this is life changing. Okay. Like. Um, send it to me and I'll see if I can try to fit it in later on in the uh, yeah, segment yeah, yeah. Here. I mean, well, I bring up Nirvana while Nate looks sorry. for this. I bring well, up, I just hardly focused. We're, we're hardly focused all the time. So, yeah, um, it, it fits, but I just figured I just had to do that because it is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I bring up Nirvana because Spencer Eldon is the baby who's on the cover of, uh, never mind. He was, uh, I think he was just months old in that shot. So now, I, you know, he's 30 or around the age of 30. And if you've never seen it before, I don't know how, but his wee-wee is prominently featured. Uh, in most retail stores, they usually put a sticker over it to cover it up because, oh, my God, it's a human appendage. But uh, not in this day of age, because it's a, you know, it's a naked baby swimming underwater, underwater, chasing a dollar on a, on a, on a fish hook. Well, this kid, Spencer, has pretty much rode on that coattail his entire life. Uh, he has recreated the photo many times. Teenage years all throughout uh, the bathing adulthood. suit on. Well, the bathing suit on, yes. Uh, he, he has purportedly bragged about his fame to anyone who will listen uh, on Reddit. People were talking about how they went to high school with this kid and he would just use that as a way to get girls and pretty much, hey, I'm Spencer Eldon. Yeah, I was on the cover of Nevermind by Nirvana. Like, like you wouldn't know that otherwise because he does yeah. not look the same now as he did when he was a Because he was like, he was like, a, like literally, you know, babies when they pop out of the mother's ass being facetious by the way 
I, 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 I say that Wait, all what? the time. <laughs> I say that all the time. Like, oh, you fell on your mother's ass. And one day, Ack got like really worked up because he seriously thought that I was being serious. That you thought that that's what, how it happened? Yeah. Classic. And, yeah. And uh, we had to have a conversation. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. <laughs> Uh, I, we had to have a conversation. I'm like, dude, I'm kidding. Wow. It's me. I'm kidding. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he didn't. He, babies don't look like from day one. Do not look the same as they do. You know, when you're 30 years old. So how the hell are you going to know? That kid would have to like literally walk up to someone and say, "I was the baby on the uh, cover of Nevermind by Nirvana," and you'd have to take their word for it, I guess. But uh, yeah, now, despite having pretty much spent his whole life uh, using that as his claim to fame, um, gloating about it, recreating photo shoots, he has decided that uh, he is against now the fact that this happened. And he's now suing the band for uh, damages, uh, claiming child pornography. And uh, child exploitation. Who owns the the estate? Is it still Courtney or is it somebody else? That's a good question. I I, I want to say Courtney because I don't Cause think if it. Yeah, I don't think it's Francis. So. Yeah, because if it is Courtney, then I'm. It kind of changes my opinion on this lawsuit. Well, it's, it, I don't <laughs> I think it's. Want. <laughs> I don't think it's Francis B. And I don't think she has okay. any. If she does, I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that versed in. Um, I'm not that versed in, in that front, but I know like when it came down to the, the music, they, you know, Courtney and Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic were at odds over what they could do with the music. Yeah. Um, but I think they resolved that. The, the thing about it too, is that this kid is suing the band. He should be suing his parents. Yeah. And they I only mean, they only that, got yeah. they only got something like two hundred and fifty dollars for the for the photo. Even though like they're you know, Nevermind is considered like one of the greatest and highest selling albums of all time. And yet yeah. they, they literally got a couple couple hundred dollars for uh for the photo shoot. So a bunch of articles, a bunch of you know, news coming out about this. Uh consequence.net Formerly Consequence of Sound had a really good write-up about uh, what lawyers are saying about the case. An article titled, Legal Experts Call Nirvana Nevermind Baby Child Porn Lawsuit, quote, frivolous as more details emerge. Uh, According to Jamie White, who has represented clients victimized by priests, Boy Scout leaders, and former U.S. gymnastics team doctor Larry Nassar, he says, I've never seen a more offensive, frivolous lawsuit in the history of my career. Not only do I think this lawsuit will hold water, I think the attorneys will be scrutinized for even filing this thing. The idea that the Nirvana album is for the purpose of gratification sexually is just such a ridiculous outrage. This is a money grab, and I would look to—I would look for a court to dismiss it because it's frivolous, and it really is offensive to what we've all been doing in trying to protect children from the harm they are alleging here. Couldn't have said it better. Yeah. Uh, I think, honestly, and this is like... This is extreme, but I think the kid, he's got to have a, he's got to have a drug habit. I keep calling him a kid. He's like 30 years old. He's my age. Yeah. He's got to have a drug habit. 
he, he's got to be in debt. He's got to be hurting for money and is using this as a way to try to get money. I can't, I honestly have tried to see the other side. Like, oh, you know, like maybe people are giving him a hard time and he suffered like a lot of ridicule and, you know, like embarrassment, but like fucking everyone on this planet has. And then it's really hard to see it any other way than it's just him trying to get money. I mean, I'm, it's, it's definitely a fodder for harassment. Like if he was ever getting bullied. Like people go, everyone's seen your baby dick. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was a baby. Kids aren't, kids aren't born fully clothed. Like they're typically, even though there's, there's a, you know, degree of modesty that people want to, you know, uh, have up for their kids. People generally don't care if there's like a naked baby around. No. Like they might say something, but if like, if, if a, like a legit baby is naked, then who gives a shit? Yeah. It's, 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 this whole thing is weird. Yeah. And yeah. Well, this article is weird. This article goes on and says, filed via the California federal court, Eldon's suit seeks monetary damages from 15 defendants, including Universal Music Group, photographer Kurt Weddle, the estate of the late Kurt Cobain, his wife Courtney Love, drummer Dave Grohl, bassist Chris Novoselic, and former drummer Chad Channing. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. Uh, Eldon is also demanding the album cover be changed for all future releases. Yeah, uh, Chad Channing, uh, you know, played on Bleach, Nirvana's first album, and his contributions to Nevermind, if I remember correctly, are the symbol hits on the track Polly. Yeah. That's it, because that's that's the only uh, percussion on that track. And I think they also recorded it when he was still in the band. So, uh, you know, if you're going to sue Chad, I mean, is he just like looking at the liner notes and just like suing anyone who's credited on there? Because if you're going to sue Nirvana, like sue uh, Dan Peters, sue Dale Crover, and, uh, you know, all the other drummers who were in the band, sue Jason Everman. I'm trying to remember the drum parts for some songs because I remember Dave talked about like how the Tom work in one of the songs was all him and uh, yeah, good, good, good radio content. Well, there's some, uh, there's demos from nevermind that feature Chad Channing, like in bloom. They recorded it in Bloom before. I think that's the one I'm thinking quit. of. Yeah. Because that's the one like, do, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it sounds pretty like what Dave did. He was just, you know, doing what Chad originally recorded. So there really isn't too much of a difference between the Chad version and the Dave Grohl version. Just Dave obviously putting his little spin on it and just beating the shit out of his drums as he does. But. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's bizarre that Chad Channing's getting called out on this one too. But uh, yeah, this is why this is why I seriously think this is just a it's a cash grab. It's uh, Spencer Eldon needing money to fuel a drug habit or pay back debts. It's bizarre. It's it's like why why be okay with this throughout your entire life, only to finally decide one day, hey, you know what? I'm not okay with this. 
Like, yeah. like granted, people are like, oh, he couldn't provide consent because he was only a few months old. Okay. I mean, valid. So go to your parents. Sue your parents. Bring it up with your parents for allowing this. Yeah. Do you Have you seen any, like, memes about it? No, I haven't. There's one great one. I can't remember the album. I was just trying to look it up. But Korn has an album where um, it features a little girl on a swing set. And uh, the a- caption says, little girl from Korn's album cover suing the band for fear of playgrounds. <laughs> it's pretty good. Okay, I've seen I, I've seen a couple of these now. Like I've seen like Pink Floyd and... Um... I'm blanking on some of the other ones here, but I have seen some, you know, some parodies of this. Now, in all seriousness, why why don't we let's look at the album cover of Balance by Van Halen, which has um, it. Now, it's it's I think this was like early Photoshop or where whatever, however you want to look at it. But it's uh, Siamese twins, two two little girls conjoined at the hip sitting naked but obscured on a swing set. I believe, uh, or a, a teeter-totter, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then uh, I think the Japanese release just features one of them. But still, like, technically they're naked. You don't see them trying to file a lawsuit. Unless they have, and I'm just uh, blanking will. on it, but you don't you don't hear about them suing. Uh, the, the little girls from Siamese Dream, Smashing Pumpkins. Like, Billy Corgan has claimed that, like, he keeps in touch with them. Um... But they're not like suing for child exploitation. Yeah, it's it's just bizarre, man. It's, it, it is a weird case. It for may, sure. and it, I I hope it gets thrown out like right away. Unless, of course, like I'm saying, this is Courtney's money, and like it's like that's what you get for killing <laughs> Cobain. Do you think that she killed Kurt? So it's very. It's very challenging for me because I actually read um, Heavier Than Heaven, which is like the biography of Kurt Cobain. Um, he was the perfect candidate for for this sort of thing to happen because like he had so many like problems. Like he was the perfect candidate because like everybody if he you know, if somebody did that to him, no one would believe that he was murdered because like everything that he did looked like it was the end for him because Nirvana actually was broken up when he did it. Yeah. And I had, would have to imagine like a rock star like him who had been chasing success and then got it an, an overwhelmingly amount of success thrown his way. And then for it to blow up in his face, like, I don't know, like, I'm not really into conspiracy theories of like, you know, like, oh, the private eye that was hired also died and all this weird stuff. Like, I just, I just want to, like, I, I read his book and I was like, "Mm, he he definitely killed himself. Yeah, I, I I think he killed himself because, you know, everyone thinks Courtney did it, that Courtney murdered him. And Courtney Love's not that smart. Have you ever seen her? Have you ever listened to an interview with her? Like she's just she's she's a space cadet. 
Well, she could hire somebody. That was the idea. I mean, yeah, she, she hired somebody to do it. But. And and knowing her, like she's gonna look in like the the yellow pages of contract killers, and she's gonna go with like the the you know most affordable one who's gonna fuck up and like accidentally kill themselves. Yeah, I, like the gun I, I in the wrong direction. It. Yeah, I believe. Well, Kurt. that was. I, be- that I was actually believe Kurt killed himself. That was one of the things that people said, though. That was a little bit confusing. Is that he was on like way too much heroin to to be able to lift a gun so that's one of the evidence against the that's one of the conspiracy theories is like he took so much that he shouldn't he should have been dead instantly like that's how much he took did they find like that much in his system when they yeah okay i don't know i'm they, still i'm still of the mind that he killed him i mean i i'm i'm agreeing like i I I don't but there's also me that thinks like well it could have very well happened because it's just he's the perfect candidate for it like if you if you read his journal and you followed his life like he was very twisted and very dark yeah and he like it by reading his biography I would think like this can only well of course, it can only end one way, but it, you just know that it's not going to be a happy ending. Right. So he he'd be gone even if it didn't happen. I'm I'm sure of it. Uh, from this consequence on the article, uh, some uh, a quote from Spencer Eldon's lawyer, who's actually you know is defending the case here, says. Uh, the article says, on the other hand, Eldon's lawyer, James Marsh, vehemently disagreed with those in favor of tossing out the case, telling the New York Post that the backlash to the suit was due to, quote, idol worship of Nirvana and Cobain. Which is, uh, Marsh says, this is something that happened without his consent long before he was in a position of giving consent. This is also an album that was very controversial from the first day. The reality is a court will decide whether or not this is child pornography. A jury will be called to decide whether or not this qualifies as child exploitation, and those are factual issues. Two things about that. One, again, sue the parents. Don't sue the band. And two, this isn't going to make it to court. It's not going to make it to a jury. It's bogus. It's, it's yeah. going to get thrown out, and even if this kid had like any credibility to his name, if he, um, you know, if... if photographers were coming to him saying, Hey, I want to recreate the, um, I, I want to recreate the photo shoot. I want to do this. I want to do that. They're not going to do it now. He, he yep. could have just rode this and continued to, you know, make money here and there and been fine. Now he, he's just shooting himself in the foot now. Yeah. If, if this actually goes to trial, it's just going to be a, I, I agree with what the, um, that first lawyer said, it's really just going to be a black mark against people who are actual victims and who are actually have like legitimate reasons for fighting this sort of thing. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's fucking disgusting, man. Like those types of cases that take away light from the real, the real stuff. It's, it's just not right. Like what was his name? The like Jesse Abbott or whatever the fuck. That that actor, whatever, who was like, oh, I got somebody put a noose on me. The, the, oh, oh, Smollett. Oh, Smollett. I, sorry. Jesse, I don't Jesse Smollett. Name. Jesse's yeah. Mullet. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse's Mullet. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's that sort of thing. It, it like takes away so much and like the accusations all the time that are false take away the ones that are real. And then you get a scenario like, did it happen or didn't it? No, and in, that sucks. In his case, too, I mean, there's overwhelming evidence that proved that he was bullshitting and nothing actually happened to him. Oh, so, of course. Yeah. Like, it, and why now? Right. Yeah. Why, like, why, what happened? Yeah. Why, why is this kid all of a sudden just decide, you know, uh, unless like, he, I don't, or I guess unless is not the right word but you know there's always sort of that i don't know if it's like stockholm syndrome or sort of like people thinking it's okay you know their whole life accepting it as it being okay and then realizing one day hey you know what none of this was okay none of this was ever okay but again don't take it out on the band yeah i think he did it's very possible that that could be the case too by the way he he, just get a different perspective of something yeah he did an interview eldon did an interview with gq australia i want to say and he did this interview years ago like five years ago but he was bitching and complaining because he wanted um i think he either wanted the uh, like the original photographer because because the, the, the guy's an artist now uh spencer eldon and he he had like a like a gallery that was opening and he either wanted the original artist to, to be in attendance or he wanted like the band members to be in attendance and like no one returned his calls and he was really upset about that. But he also like, it sounded like he was like reaching out to the wrong people to facilitate this. Yeah. He's, he was bitching about how he wasn't hearing back from those individuals, but it sounds like he was reaching out to them directly and like, what Hey, you pro- hell? I, I wrote Dave Grohl at Gmail and didn't get a reply. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it sounds like he didn't have like established relationships with any of these people, maybe the photographer, but not, not enough to get them to want to, uh, you know, look at him in such a light that like, Hey, it'd be a really big deal if the surviving members of Nirvana attend Never mind, baby's art gallery opening. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm standing firm in my belief that the kid's got like a drug habit or he's in debt to someone and he's now just using this as a vehicle to get money. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see, I guess. Uh, he would be a great contender for our next segment. How fucking dumb are you? That's true. <laughs> well, uh, we will come back with that. So, uh do. Or the puddle of mud thing. Or the puddle. You know what? Why, why not, why not, hold why on. Not. Hold on. I actually got it uh, queued here. So let's <laughs> let's pull this up Wait, and actually see if it's. Before you uh, scroll away. Before you scroll away. What are you going to find out on this advertisement today? There shouldn't be a fucking advertisement. I got ad block on here. I mean, YouTube premium. <laughs> Just cut and paste that. I got YouTube premium. Uh, Filing. Hold on. Do-do-do-do-do-do. I can't wait to hear your reaction. It's going to be good. Let's cue this up here. Okay, here we go. Uh, what is it? Puddle of Muds cover. Puddle of Muds Nirvana cover, but every high note is at half speed. Okay, here we go.
Oh dear! <laughs> yeah, thank you. Honestly, that was it's, it's that was worth the wait. Down. Sweet. Yeah. Obviously, it's slowed down, but like the original speed is oh, rough. Yeah. It, you, your, my throat hurts just hearing it. He, uh, you know, uh, Wes Scantlin is that his name? He'd be. I don't know. He'd be like a contender as a you know front man for a Nirvana reunion. If he wasn't such a piece of shit, like any anyone who was in that video, it was like a hired gun for Puddle of Mud for like that that tour because that's what happens. He he like every time they go on tour, Wes has to hire a whole new band because he he's his antics and him having to end shows early or getting arrested or or just not showing up for concerts that like his touring band always just they all end up leaving they all end up quitting uh the guy from the ataris is also really bad about that too happens yeah so uh well thank you for <laughs> thank you for showing that again wow. it, it, it gets a it gets a cuz that is uh, uh pretty much a accurate uh, description of Puddle of Mud's career. Blurry was a good song. Uh, she Hates Me was a, a good song. That first album, or or that album that has those songs on it, it was good. Yeah. And then Puddle of Mud just continues to exist. And actual Puddles of Mud are fine. Right. Yeah, I'd, ra- I'd rather listen to an actual Puddle of Mud. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you know you're jumping them. You know you're badass when you're, you, you have to put two Ds in mud. Mm, yeah. Right. Definitely. All right, we will return with How Fucking Dumb Are You? Stick around. And we sing this morning that wonderful and grand old message. You are listening to Hardly Focused. What are you buying? Check out the Hardly Focused web store for things you can wear and things you can stick on stop signs. What are you selling? We carry shirts, face masks, and stickers, all bearing the logo of our fine program. Get your Hardly Focused gear today at hardlyfocused.com slash store. <laughs> Thank you.